0: Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximise your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 48 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and today I'm joined by Rochelle Wilson. She's passionate about all things motorsport. She's a motorsport competitor and an advocate for increasing female participation in motorsports. Rochelle is director of not one, but two boards, one being the director of Australian Racing Drivers Club, and the other for Karting New South Wales as a marketing director. She's also the creator and program director of the Women's Motorsport Development Program, which you're going to hear lots about today. And in her spare time, she has recently and started Race Chicks Motorsports to help grow the community of women involved in all genres of motorsport. Chicks will be hosting networking events throughout Australia and will have merchandise for sale for females involved in karting, cars, bikes and boats. We thought it would be a fantastic idea if she possibly launched it at the upcoming Motorsport Industry Conference, which will be held in November this year in Melbourne. If you guys haven't filled out your expression of interest, there'll be a link in today's show notes. We'd love to hear who you would love to hear from, as in speakers, um, what kind of exhibitors you would like, the topics you would like covered, how much you're willing to pay, uh, and of course, if there's any other locations. So please head to today's show notes um, to get that link to fill in the survey for the Motorsport Industry Conference. Let's get started with today's show. Rochelle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We've got a brand new segment that we're going to start off with today: the Fast Four, sponsored by Plus Fitness. So, number one, favourite racetrack? Uh, Sydney Motorsport Park GP Circuit. No, number two, pineapple on pizzas?
1: Absolutely. I think so too. <laughs> Question
0: three, Ford or Holden?
1: Oh, this one I'm torn. Uh, originally a Holden fan, but I'm a massive Scotty McLaughlin
0: fan. So oh, there you go. Bit of both, <laughs> right? a bit like me Mm -hmm. and number four fruit or vegetables veggies fantastic well thank you for um participating in our new segment now let's learn a little bit more about you rachel how did you develop your love for motorsports i actually don't
1: know i (laughs) don't
0: know where it
1: (laughs) come from my family weren't involved in motorsport i grew up in an all-girls family
0: um
1: yeah i I honestly don't know where it came from. It developed in in my twenties. Yeah. Um and then I just became addicted to V8 supercars.
0: Oh wow. So that's another great story. Personally we interviewed Taneya McLeod, who pretty much uh, herself volunteered her way into her business that she started today from Cloud Media. Oh, so wow. um I mean you've got lots of Um, hands in different pies at the moment. But let's start off, um, you're the director of Australian Racing Drivers Club. What does that tell um, involved and how did you even get to that point? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, so I'm on the board of Australian Racing Racing Drivers Club that powers Sydney Motorsport Park. So Mm -hmm. they put a a call out in 2017. They had two appointed positions available and they they were wanting to fill those uh, with with two females, mm-hmm. they wanted to broaden their diversity on the board. Uh, so they put out a, a list of criteria of people that they were looking for, and and I took ticked off a, a few of those. So we went through an application process, and I was appointed in October two
0: thousand and seventeen. Fantastic! So how did you get to that point, like? From going from a fan to becoming on a board of directors, what was you kind of guys <laughs> <story> in between? <laughs> and that happened in the space of about six years. So yeah,
1: yeah so as I said, massive fan of V eight supercars and I was you know, going to events and I was at um, Homebush one year I think it was in two thousand and twelve. And Cam's had a, a stand there in the, in the dome where they, when they had the car displays and they had, um, they had a display for a come and try. They were advertising come and tries at City Motorsport Park. Yeah. And it was a crazy price, like $30 or something like that, like per person. And I had absolutely no idea that anybody can take their road-registered car to the track and compete. Mm-hmm. Not only can you take your car and do track days, but I didn't know that you could compete. I didn't even know the world of grassroots motorsport existed. I didn't know that the world of car clubs existed. I had no idea. So went and signed up definitely. I couldn't throw my money at them fast enough, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) And then in January went to Sydney Motorsport Park. They they were doing a super sprint. We had instructors with us. on the South Circuit for half the day. And then we did the skid pan, like a motocana uh, for the rest of the day. At the time I was driving my road car, which is a Subaru Liberty all drive with an electronic handbrake. So (laughs) that didn't go well for the motocana. But the Super Street, I was just in my element. And I just absolutely loved it. So uh, New South Wales Road Racing Club, who the Women's Motorsport Development Program is run through, a stand there and they were promoting uh, women in motorsport they were trying to get an all-girls team for a six-hour regularity event in wakefield in july that year and again i just i I was talking to them and i asked them who was there what was in terms of numbers like Mm -hmm. member numbers and I said, who's number one? And they said, Mark Scaife. And I was so, you know, that was my fangirling yeah. moment. But with supercars, I was a massive Scaife fan. Those listening, don't hold it against me if you don't like him, but I still love him. And <laughs> so, again, could have throw my money at them fast enough and joined New South Wales Road Racing Club and started competing. And then I think the next year I put my hand up to be on the committee of – of the club I was on the committee for a couple of years I was membership officer and then that is also how um how I created or you know how the development program came about because we were trying to after we had the all girls uh six hour team the regularity team and that went really well and then we were attending other events we were doing like top gear festival and having displays, club displays at, at supercars and any other event we could have. And we kept trying to get girls to join up and then they might have been um, like interested at the time, but they'd never come to an event. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, there's something wrong here. There's, it's just not working. We're not breaking through. And I have a background in events and, and training. So I just pretty much coupled my passion and my skills and and experience and knowledge and I created the women's motorsport development program because I realized that it needed to be a progression yes that and there's so many different elements to competing in motorsport Mm -hmm. and there's you know there's different disciplines as well people like different things correct so and I realized yeah it's very intimidating uh, for somebody that doesn't have anybody in their family that, that they've been involved in motorsport yeah. so yeah so I developed um, yeah the women's motorsport development program out of that and then that led me to applying for the board position.
0: <laughs> that 's a really long answer <laughs> no no it 's a fantastic answer because obviously it answered about how the concept about the program came along, so that 's fantastic um, so while we 're talking about the motorsport development program, um, tell us about what is the program and where's it held, and you 've kind of um, gave us a little bit of insight, but go through the ten steps and-
1: yeah, sure so <laughs> it 's a, a ten part program and it runs over four months. It is the only program of its kind in Australia. We've just completed our third year, uh, which, is, yeah, which is just fantastic. Um, so the program yeah, runs over four, four months. So we start with a meet and greet where the girls can meet some driver trainers and they get to meet themselves. They get to meet past participants of the program. Um, and we do a theory session as well, like a bit of a, a technical day. And at the start and at the end of the program, they do driver training days. Mm-hmm. So with, uh, with professional, I would say professional race car drivers. Mm-hmm. So this year we had Tim Brooke and Emily Duggan from the Toyota 86 series. Mm-hmm. And last year we had uh, Barton Moore, uh, well, Time Attack Champion, uh, and Emily was part of the program as well last year. And then they also cover four motorsport disciplines. We do motocana, hill climb, regularity and super sprints. Mm -hmm. We have a basic car maintenance workshop. We do an officials training day, which I think is the most important part of the program because you learn so much from being an official. Uh, You learn so much about driving on the track, you know, off the track is what you do on the track with being an official. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they graduate the program by competing in a Cairns State Super Sprint Round. So they go from majority of the, if the girls have never been on the track before and by the end of the program they're competitive um, in being able to confidently uh, compete in a Cam State Super Sprint Round and they know everything that they need to do before the event, car set up everything they understand, supplementary regulations. Yeah, they know exactly what to do to be able to compete in Cam State Super Sprint without any intimidation whatsoever.
0: And that's because you've educated them throughout the um, four months?
1: Correct, correct, yeah. So each part we do, there's there's a lot of learnings that go along with it and they get mentors as well uh, throughout the day or throughout the program, which also takes them through, you know, what you do when you first arrive at the track or if you want to change group positions, if you have a problem on the track. Um, So they all know, you know, about what the clerk of course does and, you know, stewards and scrutineers and, and everything.
0: And who's the program targeted at?
1: All women, basically. Um, They just need to be aged 14 and over. Uh, So the ages of our program do range from 14 to 55. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's designed for people that have either never been on the track before and they want to get into motorsport, but they may not have known how to get into, mo- into competing in motorsport. Yeah. Or we've had a few girls that have done a few club track days, so say like MX5 club or track day club, but haven't taken it to that competitive, that next competitive level. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also aimed at them as well. Or we've had a couple of girls that have been competing in in events, like a a few events, but they've also learned, you know, they've learned a lot and got a lot out of the program as well. But the main target um, for the program is for those that haven't competed in motorsport previously.
0: Fantastic. And Michelle, can you talk us through what's the difference in the four categories you mentioned, the skid pan, motocana, hill climb?
1: yeah yeah sure so mitochondria is classified as a non-speed event mm-hmm. uh, where the others are classified as speed event so they need a cams l2s license so Matakana is with well, the mitochondria that we do uh, carry out on a wet skid pan so and it's they they call them tests so it's where you um you put out a not really a track, but <laughs> they put out witches hats in a in a um, in a format, and you have a plan, and then they have to go and complete the the course effectively around witches hats. So it teaches them car control uh, mainly, the, with the with the motocana, mm-hmm. and it's just a really fun and inexpensive motorsport discipline because you don't need to wear a helmet, you don't need a race suit. You don't need to worry about race breaks, you know, track like semi-slicks or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and you can have passengers as well. So I generally laugh my way around
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the motor carter uh, and, and the passengers as well. And it's, yeah, so they're, they're a really fun um, fun discipline and a, and a cheap discipline of, of motorsport. Yeah. Um, then we have hill climbs, which is basically the fastest person up the hill wins Uh, so they're a lot of fun as well they are classified as a speed event though so you need um all the all the same apparel and meet the safety requirements as you do competing in circuit events Mm -hmm. and yeah so regularity that is a discipline for consistency so you don't need to be the fastest car on the on the track to yep. win a regularity event, you need to be just the most consistent, and that means that you need to be in control of the car all the time, so you need to be braking at the same point, you know each corner looking at your revs changing gears at the same revs, each corner following the same um, driving lines each each lap, so you nominate a time <laughs> that you think you 're going to to hit each each lap and then you go out there and try and hit it. And then the closer you get to the time, the more points you get and the person with the most points wins. Fantastic.
0: And are all these in your own car?
1: Yes, yes, yeah. yes,
0: all in your own car.
1: Beautiful. You, can do it, you can do them all in, all in your road registered car. And super sprints is it's basically they're qualifying laps. So you're not out there racing cars that are on the track with you. There are cars out on the track with you at the time but is, is all about getting that one fast lap. And the person with the, the fastest lap on the day wins that event.
0: Fantastic. And is that what you compete in yourself?
1: Yes. So I compete, yes, in all those, mm-hmm. <laughs> in all those events. So mainly super sprints and we do regularity events as well. We have New South Wales Road Racing Club has a big uh, six-hour regularity event each year, mm-hmm. which is a great event. It's a team event. So that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, and hill climbs as well, mainly do down at Huntley Hill Climb with Wollongong Sporting Car Club.
0: Fantastic. And Rach, twice. This program, the only one in Australia, like I'm always in Melbourne and yesterday I was talking to someone and they're like, oh, do they have it in Melbourne? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'll ask the lady who <laughs> created the program tomorrow. No, it is. it franchising is Franchising out or like running the program? Oh, obviously, it's a lot of time for you and just <laughs> stuff that you do do. Um, but, you know, has there been any interest from other states? I think it's such a uh, fantastic program.
1: Yeah, definitely. We have had interests and questions from nearly every other state in Australia. Um, It is a matter of, well, one, yes, I do this on a volunteer basis. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have time to do it in other states. Um, It's just a matter of setting it up and having the the network available. Um, We're very lucky with our relationships through New South Wales Road Racing Club and the relationships that they have with a lot of the other car clubs and the support that we have is, you know, why this program is successful. Yeah. Um, because, it, you know, they can see that it, the success of, of the program, that it's working because they're getting to see the girls continue on competing uh, after they've finished the program. Um, so, yeah, one, one day, I don't know when, I would <laughs> definitely love to be able to re- replicate it in, yeah. in other states um, it's just, yeah, that time. I mean, then I've also had uh, a lot of guys as well say to me, where's the guys program? Why yeah. can't we have a guys program? <laughs> yeah. um, so, again, you know, that, that comes down to time in, in putting a, a program together. Um, yeah, because the guys can see the value in it as well.
0: Fantastic. And you've had, had a great success rate of the last three years. Have many of the females gone on to compete regularly or what's kind of the next step after the course? Yeah, so
1: the next step after the course is them get as much track time as they can. Um, throughout the program they generally work out what type of events they prefer to do, whether it is they have um, more alignment just with them personally in doing hill climbs or motorcanas or all the speed events with regularity like the circuit events and, and super sprints. But yeah, quite a few of the girls have now gone on to purchase just track cars, track dedicated cars. And they're competing. One of the girls from last year is now coming second in the New South Wales Road racing club club championship. Um, and yeah, won her class in the Cam state round last weekend. Um, yeah. One of the girls from, Oh, a couple of the girls actually from the 2016 program have competed in the Victorian, gone down to Phillip Island and gotten competed in the Victorian six-hour event down there. So, yeah, they they're doing really well.
0: Fantastic! Um, do you feel really proud when you hear the results of previous participants?
1: Oh, absolutely! I'm like a proud mama bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, very very proud in in what they're they're achieving and uh, and going on to, yeah, feel their, I guess, dreams and passion of of competing in motorsport.
0: Yeah, it must be great just to see their confidence around a vehicle after the um, 10 weeks.
1: Yeah, definitely. Their confidence that, um, and that's one of the things I love about the program is just watching and seeing their confidence build, like I had one lady that in the first part uh, of the program this year, she, she was too, too scared to go out on the track without a, a driver trainer in the car with her. Mm-hmm. And she's now flying around the racetrack <laughs> doing passing moves. And yeah, just to see the difference in her is, is just fantastic and just puts the biggest smile on my face.
0: Yeah, it would be very rewarding. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> so the 2019 program has just wrapped up. Um, we've got a dinner coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, when do the applications open for 2020?
1: So we have uh, an expression of interest open at the moment, which people can go onto the website and register their expression of interest. And the website is wmdp.com.au and that stands for women's motorsport development program. And what we'll be doing is the the people that have registered expression of interest, they will have our first opportunity to register and Applications won't or registrations won't open until either December or January, February next year. What we need to do is just wait till all the track dates and competition dates are set by everybody and all the tracks. So it's a big process that we go to and it's a little bit like getting the stars to align in mm-hmm. <laughs> in um, in getting the dates set up. And because with this year's program, it covered three or four racetracks that was in, City Motorsport Park, Wakefield Park down at Goulburn, uh, Pheasant Wood Circuit at Maroolan and also the Huntley Hill Climb down at Dapdo. So once we have everybody's calendars, uh, then we then we work it out. And then also um getting our, our driver trainer's availability as well. So, you know, waiting till you know the sports sedan's calendar is set and the 86 series series is set and things like that. So that yeah, so it should be registrations all open in December or, or early next year.
0: Fantastic. And we'll put the link um, to for the expression of interest into the show notes. So if anyone's interested to learn a little bit more, and I guess um, would it be beneficial for parents of um, drivers that are racing cars for them to maybe to try and get an, an insight into what um, their son or daughter goes through when they're competing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, had...
1: Yeah, uh, a lady who competed previously but her, her now son and her husband competes as well. She's done it. I've had, yeah, a wife in 2016 come and compete and definitely they, they get a full understanding of, you know, that full holistic view yeah. of what goes on uh, at, a, at an event. So, yeah, definitely.
0: Fantastic. I need to stop saying that word today. <laughs> 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 um. So in your spare time, Richelle, <laughs> you are the marketing director of Cutting New South Wales. Yes. Um, so, again, how did that role come about? Yes. Um, have you raised cards before? And- <laughs> no.
1: So again, that came through the, or uh, because of the Women's Motorsport Development Programme. So wow, wow.
0: Yep.
1: previously I used to be on the Women of Australian Motorsport Committee, which yep. was uh, through camps. Yep. And a uh, fellow committee member was, uh, has a friend with a, in the Endurance Karting Association, so Tika, and he approached her about uh, getting more women. They wanted to get more women in, into karting. So, um, yeah, so my friend, she, uh, she said, no, you, well, you need to ring Rochelle and she'll be the best person to speak with. So I was like, so before this, karting was definitely not on my radar yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so I, I spoke with the the president of Tika and I thought okay that's a that's a great initiative that they're doing so I I put the program uh, put the call out to the program girls and um yeah so then we fielded a team at a six hour it was a baptism of fire pretty much First mm-hmm. karting event, went up to Newcastle and uh, and the girls competed in a six-hour kart race. Yeah. So it was a team event. And so I managed the team and, and, and helped them with that. I didn't drive myself. Um, yeah, and then from that, Karting New South Wales heard about me and heard about the program and they approached me and, and asked me to come on board. So I thought,
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that a full-time role or is that a...
1: Uh, okay, that's a, that's a board position yep. role, so uh, another volunteer role. Yeah. So we have a very small staff at, at Cardi New South Wales, so we just, you know, help them with the, the governance and strategic direction and, yeah, doing what we can. And I'm trying to help as much as we can from the, from the marketing side to, yeah, to, to continue to help grow the support of karting in New South Wales.
0: Yeah, because it's had just a separation at the moment from Karting Australia. Um, yep. and so it's just basically baby steps. Um, it is, yeah. There's a, there's a
1: lot of work to do, um, but, but we're getting there. Uh, a lot of the, the foundation and the groundwork has been done. So, yeah, so getting all our... You know, even just making sure all our systems and processes, and trying to make it as easy as possible for all our carders and all our families uh, to attend events. Um, yeah, so. And
0: so, what is the big objective with carding New South Wales? Are they wanting to get grassroots families, uh, sorry, families back into um, get grassroots carding, or what? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then we'll also be looking at you know doing a development program for juniors, and then as well for you know. I'll be focusing obviously on on women in karting as well, Um, but even our officials, you know, supporting our our officials and volunteers as well, but also really looking at that advocacy for karting as a sport. Um, It's a fantastic sport for families. So, you know, really just advocating as much as we can for, for the
0: sport of karting. I was going to say fantastic, so I had to stop (laughs) there. Yes, when um, cutting new Wales first came up, I've already put up my hand to do the junior um, driver development. um, Obviously, the off-track development stuff. So, don't forget me. No, no,
1: no, no, not not at all, not at all.
0: Um, And then in your spare time, the other. Currently getting married soon. Yes. Um, yes, that is uh, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Is your fiancé involved in motorsports as well or is he just very understanding? <laughs>
1: <Do you laughs> he wasn't into motorsport when we met. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was into soccer and rock climbing. Yes. Yeah. And the poor guy, I've converted him. Yeah. And he really <laughs> so...
0: <had a> choice. <laughs>
1: yeah, he Yeah. So he competes as well. And then he was also um he was also involved in the the committee of New South Wales Racing Club he was the president for a couple of years and and vice president before that for for a couple of years as well so he keeps telling me it's all my fault (laughs) and I'm happy with that but he's uh the biggest supporter and advocate for the development program so I couldn't do it without him so but he does keep saying to me, oh, my time's at the, in the honeymoon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, so after the wedding, we're off to Italy for a month, with, which mm-hmm. I'm really, really looking forward to. Can't wait for that. I've never been. But yeah. the first three days of our honeymoon, we're officially at the Formula One at Monza.
0: <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> What every girl wants to do on her honeymoon. <laughs> yes. So we wanted
1: to go and say, no, we're officials. We should just go an official and we'll get better seats. Yeah. So That's the first cool. three days, hopefully we won't have jet lag. Yes. Uh, we'll be spending orange overalls at the racetrack.
0: Nice. And then when you come back, <laughs> you're going to be focusing on selling a little bit more <laughs> um, on a networking business.
1: I am. Yes. Right. So... Yeah. <laughs> yes yes i wanted I wanted to launch it uh before we went away, but it's no <laughs> i haven 't had the time unfortunately right. so what i 've realized and you know through my experience and over the last few years is that motorsport is quite fragmented, and because mm-hmm. our numbers are so low, like our participation rates for Females in motorsport—it's now at eleven percent. A few years ago, it was seven percent. So it is increasing, which is great. Yeah. Um, but what I find is that with clubs, there's not enough females involved in the clubs to create that community mm-hmm. uh, for for women in motorsport. And I find that's that's something that we, as, as as females, as the creatures that we are, we like to be part of something and like to have that supportive community around us. And, uh,
0: and understanding of what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's another reason why the development program is a success is because it's creating that the community amongst themselves. They're getting to meet like-minded women. They're in that safe space mm-hmm. which is which is important and and yeah and, and part of the, the program. Um so I wanted to expand on that and create a, a networking um, like I'll uh, host networking events and just create a community for women across across all, you know, the different genres of motorsport. So across karting, car, you know, carts, cars, bikes or boats, you know. It doesn't matter what form of motorsport you're in yeah. and try and create that networking community, um, you know, that we can meet other women involved in the sport. And if a car club doesn't have or a kart club or a bike club doesn't have you know, enough women in, involved to create that community, then, it, you know, there's another avenue to meet other like-minded women. So hopefully this one will be national. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be able to do some, um, some networking events and then through that as well, like have some merchandise so that, you know, everyone's a race stick. If you're involved in motorsport, if it doesn't matter if you're a driver, if you're a rider, whether you're involved in admin, you're an official you're, you know, a mum, a support person or a sister, it doesn't matter. If yeah. you're involved in motorsport, you can be part of the race community because we're all race sticks.
0: And are these events going to be face-to-face or online? Or? Um, I like to do them face-to-face.
1: Mm-hmm. I think there's no better way to meet other women in motorsport than over a glass of wine. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, um, yeah, so I'll be looking at that when we... Um, yeah, we we'll come back
0: in October. Well, maybe you can launch it at the Motorsport Industry Conference that looks like it will be definitely going ahead um, November 29 and 30 down in Melbourne. Oh, fantastic. So that will be on the Friday and the Saturday. So maybe we can launch it down there together. <gasps> that sounds very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after all of that, <laughs> what is your grand plan? What's the bigger picture for we still be Miss Wilson or are you changing your name up?
1: Uh, no, I'll be changing my name, so I'll be Rochelle Sterling. Um, oh, look, my green plan, one, it would be great if eventually we don't need the Women's Motorsport Development Programme in its current state, that yeah. there's enough, you know, um, that we're, we're marketing motorsport in a way that everybody knows that you can take your road car, that you can bring your road car to the track um or how easy it is to get into to motorsport and there's no intimidation there because our numbers are, you know are higher so it won't be that you know the male dominated sport that it is now um so i yeah so i think the grand plan would be to i guess expand the development program um in in its current setting in some form um increase it in in states but for me I mean ideally I'd love to be able to be working in the motorsport or the automotive industry yes. currently the um, operations manager and events manager not involved in the motorsport industry, industry so that'd be great if you know if I could tie my passion and my career together that would be wonderful but until then yeah I'll continue to to volunteer as much as I can and and help increase female participation
0: I love it, Rochelle. We love you. <laughs> the sport and thank you very much. Um, yeah, have you come across any challenges, I guess, working in such a male-dominant industry? Not as such. I found that
1: um, everyone has been, like, very supportive, um, in, yeah, from, from the time I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I think initially getting the program off the ground was a challenge because it was new and it was different. It was out of the box it took a bit of convincing um, that that it would work, so there was a bit of a challenge. I guess the biggest challenge was not knowing um, until I was in my mid thirties that this was available to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, personally, no, 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 no real big challenges. No.
0: Great to hear. We're all here for the same purpose, which is. That's it. That's it. Um, and so you're always looking for sponsors, obviously, for the motorsport um, development program, um, whether it's financial or products or services. Um, if people are interested in supporting the program, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, always looking for, for sponsors, whether it is like a financial sponsorship or in-kind um, or even we've had some some companies come on board and offering like, discounts for for participants in the program as well that that is a um a way that people can support more women in in motorsport um but yeah they can there's a there's a contact us page on the development program website or they can send us a message via our facebook page
0: Awesome. As I said, all of the links for the um, motorsport development program will be in the show notes. Um, and the link to RaceTick Facebook page is up. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, so RaceTick's Motorsport. So it's it's kind of at the, the coming soon stage, but uh it is. It's coming
0: soon. Fantastic. Well again, thank you very much today um, for your time, Rochelle. I love this interview. It's oh, great. Me I too. Love supporting other women uh, within the industry. Um, hopefully we'll you know, do some great things going forward both together and on personal notes.
1: Yes, definitely. sounds good.
0: I think it's an exciting time. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher Type in motorsport coaching, subscribe, and leave us a review. Each week I'll read them out, and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at MotivateT. Until next time, take care.